Warriors. Before we jump into this week's episode, please note this episode contains discussion of sensitive topics, which may be triggering for some. Listener discretion is advised. Please take care of yourself, and if you need to, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. If you're experiencing mental health crisis, please call 911. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to Talk With Us Tuesday, brought to you by the Mental Health Diaries podcast. We thank you for joining us another week, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Welcome back, Warriors, to another episode of Talk With Us Tuesdays, brought to you by the Mental Health Diaries. I'm your host, Lady DMC, and I got with me here my sister from another mister, my BFF, and my homegirl, Desi Girl. Welcome to the show. Aw, thank you, Lady DMC, and Warriors, I'm glad to be back. We're glad to be back with you guys, as Desi Girl said, and today we have a very important and interesting topic to discuss with y'all. Today we're going to discuss bullying, all types of bullying. In person, cyberbullying, any type that you can think, we're here for it today. So let's get started. Desi Girl, um, I would like to ask you, if you don't mind, to share with us a little bit on how you've experienced bullying, how you've seen it, you know, just just give us kind of the ins and outs of what bullying has been like in your life. Um, yeah, so I was bullied a lot from elementary to high school and you know I I shared with my parents like hey this is how the kids were treating me and you know I've mentioned previously that my parents didn't America and a lot of the way that they handled it was like you know you just got to put your blinders on and focus like you know don't worry about that noise per se and you know my parents did talk to my teachers school administrators saying hey you know this is what our child is reporting um, what can we do to address it? And I don't think we've ever addressed any of the issues. It's always been turned back on to me being overly sensitive or, you know, your daughter probably instigated it or, you know, kids are going to be kids or, you know, like it's a cultural difference. You guys don't understand. Like this is just how, you know, girls act with one another or guys act with girls. Um, so there was always excuses um to the behavior there was never a explanation there was never like let's address this issue and make sure that both parties understand how each other feels i completely understand that at least well i'll go to my story in a little bit but you know at least your parents went to the school and did something um i wanted to ask you two questions my first one is do you remember your first incident of bullying do you remember the first time you realized that you were being harassed by classmates or friends or whoever it may have been? I do. Um, So it was in first grade and I was, I guess a tomboy you could say. I didn't really, you know, wear dresses to school, kind of just wore shorts, t-shirt, and like had these like boyish looking boots. And during recess I had stepped in some mud and then I trailed it back into the classroom. My teacher was like, hey, you need to wipe your shoes. Um, So I went outside and I guess like two other classmates were outside because they got in trouble So they were like, oh, let's help you and they started making fun of me for my shoes And at the time I didn't think anything of it because I was like, well, they're comfy, you know (laughs) And you know, I guess later I found out that they were boy shoes because I'd seen other guys wear those shoes and I was constantly just being labeled like that I was a guy and you know, very unfeminine um they would like push me around, roughhouse me during recess and after school. And just, I, I don't want to say like treat me like one of the guys, but y- there was a clear distinction on how they treated me and other girls. So um, I did tell my parents and it kind of was just like put the blinders on and focus on school. Sounds a lot like what my family told me way back in the day. But my other question is, it seems like both of us suffered these incidents, you know, starting at a very young age. They say kids will be kids and kids say the darnest things, but some of those things aren't actually very cute, you know, when you're the one on the receiving end. Seems to be like just an excuse from adults at times. But I just wanted to ask, I know it was an experience in first grade and, you know, 
but I know these things start engraving themselves that young. So what impact has that had on you, if any, today? Oh, definitely. It's impacted my trust in people and my perception of someone saying something to me and me thinking of it as, is this person genuinely saying that or is there like a snarky attitude behind that? Um, I definitely have a shell around me at all times. It's very difficult to break down. So I would definitely my trust and being able to allow relationships to develop without any doubt has played a huge role. And do you think that, you know, if those incidents were to repeat itself, like, for example, if you were to find similar shoes today, uh, which I completely understand the comfort level because your homegirl over here, you know, she had some Converse that she wore all through high school and her mom wanted to throw them out, but she said no because they were comfortable. So I get the whole comfort level, you know, scenario. But let's say you were to find something similar to that. Would you not wear it because of the experience that you had as a little kid? Like, has it gotten to to that level as well or no? Um, honestly, it's it just really depends on what it is. Um, you know, in the sector that I work at, I do dress like I'm homeless. And, <laughs> you know, I see my fellow co-workers who are just all sparkles and, and I'm, I just look at them and I do have that self-consciousness that comes into play like, oh shit, like I should probably dress more like a girl and be all dolled up. But ultimately, I look and think like, okay, where do I work? Like, this is just not the place to be all dolled up at. So I do have those doubt moments, but I also... Um, do a lot of self-talk and say, well, okay, well, think about it. Why did you dress like this? Or why do you wear these shoes? Because I wear, I wear my Uggs to work. Whether it's 90 degree weather or 40 degree weather, my Uggs are on my feet because I need to be comfortable. No harm in that. Again, I completely get that. <laughs> and I would do the same thing. All right. Well, if you don't mind, Desi Girl, I'm also going to share with our audience here. Um, I think for my end, you know, the first time that I experienced bullying was also probably in kindergarten or first grade. You know, I do suffer from astigmatism. So ever since I was a child, I've had a lazy eye. All right. So I've always needed either contacts or glasses. Of course, I was too little for the contacts way back in the day. So, of course, my parents did what any other, you know, decent and amazing parents would do, which was go get their daughter's eyes checked. And we decided to get me some new frames and some new glasses to help me see better at school. Well, let's just say my face was way too little for the glasses that I got back in the day. Beside the point. I had all the kids teasing me, you know, because of my eyewear. They were calling me four eyes and messing around with me to the point where even today, like I don't mind wearing glasses, but they're not my favorite option, which is why I've gone with contacts today. But it, it's funny like how for you it was because, you know, you were quote tomboy unquote. And for me, it was also something that I was wearing, but on my eyes instead of my feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you can see how it is that kids just have to nitpick at something to to laugh at other kids about and it's also funny to see how these trends start so little so young you're really starting them young on the playground with these types of situations from what i can tell from our stories well i want to ask you so you went to school with your glasses on these kids were just being ridiculously disrespectful towards you what did your parents do My parents tried to encourage me, as your parents did, to just not listen to them. They would even try making like little jokes and they would tell me stuff like, oh, just tell them if they call you four eyes. Just say something like, oh, well, at least I have two more to see better than you. You know, they would just try to encourage me to kind of laugh it off and just keep focusing on school and not let it get to me. But it eventually does, you know, it does engrave itself. And did any school administrators witness the bullying happen? 
no actually kids are very smart like very sly they know how to do it when school administrators aren't around playgrounds are pretty big and for all the kids that were back in my school you know it, it's very hard for them to keep an eye on every single thing that was going on so mm -mm, nobody ever caught on mm, interesting because with me I mean, teachers witnessed it, school administrators witnessed it, the kids, the adults that would watch us while we were at recess, they all witnessed it and they would just laugh it off. Oh, wow. I'm surprised that there was no report, there was no nothing, you know, that they just kind of stood by and just let it be. Yeah, I mean, thinking back, like, as an adult now, I, I, it's a bubble we live in a bubble and i i don't know if you've had this experience or not but literally the people who i went to preschool with we graduated high school so and i don't live in a small town either we just all go to the same school and it's not even like okay so once i graduate fifth grade like sixth grade's gonna be different because they're not gonna know about that time that i fell in the mud or broke down crying over a popsicle like they that follows you till you go to college for for me that's how it was and um i i was just wondering if what happened to you in elementary school did that follow you through middle school and high school actually i um moved quite moved around quite a bit when i was younger um, so no, I did not end up having the same classmates, you know, my, from sixth grade on or seventh grade or whatever. Mm -mm. I had different classmates, so that didn't follow me. However, every single time I went to a new school or to a new place, there was always somebody there waiting to pick on something to keep bullying me about. So the whole bullying thing never went away. Even if it was a different topic or with different people, there was still someone there who just wanted to go at me. So my next question is, is culture. And so, you know, of course, I'm not going to disclose your real name on here, but you have a unique name, which is not quote unquote American. Did mm -hmm. you ever experience anything due to your name or the way you look or um, maybe how your parents looked? Very interesting question. Thank you for asking me that because it allows me to share what I was going to say next. You led me into it. <laughs> no. Because of my name? No. Because of how I look? No. However, because of where my family originates from, Colombia, yes. Most definitely yes. That was the next point as I grew older. That was the part that I was bullied about in high school. From junior high to high school and on. <laughs> and how unfortunate is that? That you went from elementary school was that you were wearing glasses. In middle school, it was... What were you being bullied for in middle school? It was because I was Colombian. And everyone who found that out... Because, I'm, you know, you carry your culture with pride. You carry your head up high, you know? Like, where your, where your family originates from, like, engraved in your heart. I'm very, very happy and very proud to say that I'm Colombian. But every time that I would say that, I would get the bullying for, Oh, so do you have cocaine? Oh, so you mean your parents are drug dealers? Or are you yourself a drug dealer? You know, the bullying just got worse and got more intense as I moved, as I progressed through my schooling. Oh my goodness. How do you go from... <laughs> Okay, anyway, <laughs> my first question would be, because I remember when you told me you were Colombian, I was like, oh, so you must like coffee a lot. Like, I, I did not even think about the drug aspect of it. Yep, that's exactly, exactly what people thought right away. I remember this one particular kid who was in my history class and in my math class. Every single time, every single day, he would come up to me and... He would just say something retarded, something stupid, like, Oh, did you bring a kilo? Oh, can your parents bring me back some of the good stuff? And, you know, he would, like, make it so it looked like he was snorting something. And I was just like, dude, really? Like, that's all you have against me? <laughs> like, bro, very, very mature of you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, uh, well, of course, he didn't think of that on his own. Someone is teaching that in the household. Almost definitely. Um, so for me, I do not have... I mean, your first name is... It's American. 
you could pass for an American just based on your first name. But for me, my first name is not at all American. And I was constantly bullied for my name. My name rhymes with a lot of inappropriate words. And I would be that, like, I remember in elementary school, like, kids would call me that. And I'd be like, what in the world? Like, that's not my name. And it just progressed as in, you know, middle school, high school. And another thing that I got bullied for was my skin tone. Um, I am, I'm a lot lighter now than I was back then, but I used to have really dark skin. And I would get bullied for having dark skin and they would call me like um, charcoal, they would call me asphalt. Um, I was called hairy. um, And you know, there were fellow Indians at my school who I was acquaintance with and I remember like they they started waxing and threading and bleaching their skin in elementary school and I I never really felt the need to get to that extreme but I always felt like you know that's the reason why people like me were getting bullied because I chose not to alter my appearance to please people and all these people did so I had the sense of resentment towards people who were Indian who also were dark skin but would bleach their skin every month to maintain a lighter skin tone and to avoid that bullying and harassment see and this is where the mental health aspect comes in like you see how all these experiences with the people around us with how we're treated kind of just reprograms us and it's really funny that you mentioned skin tone if I may continue with that not deviating too much from what you're telling us desi girl but two stories with two of my cousins one of them back in colombia she's uh, from a city called cali and the people from cali are also a little bit more more on the on the darker side you know they're more on the tan side and i just remember her and i bantering and i would just be telling her like if we would go to the pool i'd be like why aren't you going in the sun she's like i'm already dark enough I look at this girl and I'm like, do you want to trade? You can be Casper's sister if you want. I will take your skin tone. And she's like, why would you want to be dark like me? I'm like, because you have the most beautiful skin tone I have ever seen. One. Two, you don't have to go in the sun and bake and turn into a freaking lobster like I have to to get just a little bit of your color. And I guess I'm guessing it's because she's also been teased or because she started seeing that she looked different than people around her. Who knows why, but she got that in her head too, that she was too dark. And also, you know, speaking of starting with teasing and bullying young, another, I have a little cousin here. Um, I won't disclose her age or name, you know, she's, she's little. But I remember one day she also has that beautiful skin tone, kind of like yourself, like a very beautiful, we call it in Spanish, a canela, like a cinnamon skin tone, like a really, really beautiful like tannish and i go there one day mind you this little child think of this little munchkin and i go over there and she has a lemon in her hand and she's rubbing it all over her little arms and all over her little hands and she just goes up to me and she calls me she calls me prima cousin she goes prima look look what i have and i'm like yeah you have the lemon in your hand sweetie and she was like yeah and you know what i found out i'm like tell me and she's like i found out that if i rub this on my skin it'll make me lighter it'll make my skin whiter i looked at her and my heart broke so hard i'm like munchkin tell me why it is that you want a lighter skin tone she's like because i want to be lighter i'm too dark i looked at her and i i don't know how i held back tears and anger for whoever told her that she was too dark or however she got that idea and I just told her give me that lemon and I said sweetheart you don't need this you're beautiful you're gorgeous and that skin tone your prima your cousin would want that all right you don't need this you don't need to go lighter as you are that's how you're supposed to be so don't ever do this again and she's like okay prima And, but how sad is that? Because I've had that experience. Yeah. So, a fun fact. So, the city you said, Kali? Kali, yes. In Hindi, that means dark. 
and it's a very common term used to describe girls in India. No way! I never knew that. Yes. Um, but I've had a similar experience when I was really young too. Like I would ask like, you know, why am I so dark? And you know, I had extended family members and friends, you know, family friends saying like, oh, your daughter's so dark. Like you need to start lightening her skin. Who's going to marry her? Oh my and, God. And I was like, you do realize by, and, and at that time I was really young, had not learned biology yet. But, you know, when I had my first bio class, which I want to say was like middle school, I remember learning about like the chromosomes and like how it works and how a baby is made and all that. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So I was like, it's like a code. And then whatever your code is, that's what you become. And I explained that to, you know, family friends and they were just like, yeah, but you're a girl. You shouldn't be dark. What? And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. And then, you know, as I got older, took more bio classes, and I was just like, you know, I'm very confused on why girls can't be dark, because, I mean, it's not like I sat there in the womb and said, okay, so, you know, should I choose brown, white, tan, olive skin? I don't know. Like, which one should I choose? I just come out like this, and that's how I become dark. You know, I've gotten lighter over the years, and I haven't done anything. No bleaching, no nothing. (laughs) I have just become lighter due to, I'm guessing, hormonal reasons. I still get it. Like, a lot of people... And my fiancé, he is... um, He's not dark. We have, like, similar skin tones, but he's lighter usually. But then he gets dark really quick, too. There's that constant, like, why why are you darker than him? And now, like, you know, I'm constantly, like, I'm like, you need to go out in the sun and get darker. You have to be darker than me at all times. No excuses. Oh, my God. Because I can't, it's like this thing, like, I feel so exposed if I'm darker than him. That's something that's very common in the... South Asian community and I'm sure it's common in other cultures I'm sure in the Latina culture it's similar like if a girl is uber dark I'm sure she gets smacked for it well for us what I've heard you know and other Latinos can chime in if they like but what I've heard is that the skin tone just kind of represents like the labor that you do like the more you have to be like outside in the sun like the darker your skin tone will be that's that's the reason why being quote lighter unquote brings prestige and speaking of skin tone i feel like we're de- we're deviating here i but... know i was gonna say it <laughs> has something to do with bullying i assure you <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is here i also remember going dress shopping not too long ago for a wedding that i attended and i put on a very light pink dress and i tried it on again being pale white being ghostly white i told the lady that i was buying the dress from i said i want something that makes me stand out a little bit more with this i look like i'm dead (laughs) like a pale with a pale color like doesn't work for me and she i'm like i wish i could be a little bit more canela a little bit more of that cinnamon darker color and she's like she's like oh sweetie but why would you want to be dark like me and i'm over here like is this like the type of stuff that we engrave in our children and the reason why i think we're on the topic of skin tone is because we match in both cultures about that's one of the things you're bullied about oh you're lower class oh you're too dark oh you're not that pretty if you're a darker skin tone and all of these things are is what pushes us to adulthood kind of like what you were saying what was engraved in you by family members and society is oh who's who's gonna marry her she's too dark she looks like this she looks like that and i can see that you've even brought that mentality that bullying it's it's caused you that kind of awareness and that anxiety of okay so maybe i am too dark so now i need someone by my side who's even darker than me so you know so i don't get bullied or i don't it's not mentioned anymore i mean that's 100 accurate you know linking it back to bullying it, there's a saying in the South Asian culture and it's and pretty much in English it says what will people think or what would society say I've heard that so many times that you know what if you do this what are people going to say and bringing it back to bullying there's a sense of bullying it's subtle bullying but people subtly bully people to 
get them to align to some mold of a person, mold of a personality, mold of a behavior that society says, oh, that's fine. And I, I see, we've written several posts about this. Um, if you want to know more, we talked about body image, social media, and how that impacts it. And we see that subtle bullying happening all the time. A simple, like, let me give you an example. Um, so you and I send each other pictures of, like, outfits and, you know, anything, right? Yep. I had a friend who I used to do that with. Whenever she texted me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you look so cute. You look gorgeous. Like, you're, you're a diva. Like, you know, very positive things. I sent her the same picture. Oh, good lord. You're so dark. Like, oh, that's just not fitting for your body. Like, you know, I don't understand why you're wearing such a tight top. Why are you doing this? You know? And it's you know, that shaming, that the feeling of shame comes on. And for me, in my experience, when bullying's happened, shame is one of those feelings that I feel. Um, I don't know if you've had that experience, but the feeling of being ashamed of yourself, ashamed of where you come from, ashamed for, you know, having certain beliefs or thoughts. And that's not okay. We shouldn't be shaming people to believe a certain thing or be a certain way or put them in their place oh girl if i've experienced it feeling the shame embarrassment of bullying i feel it till this day there's still people out there and that's another thing that i wanted us to to discuss if possible like how sad it is that you know you already have to suffer through the crazy mixed up teenagers you have to suffer through your schooling awkward schooling years and then you graduate high school and you have this mentality of okay i'm going to college i'm going into the adult world and you're thinking you're going to find everybody like this mature person these people that like okay i'll be able to just even if you don't like me commingle and respect each other at least and then you go out there and you still find these people who are still acting like they're back in the schoolyard like thinking that it's a that you're by the freaking monkey bars again and that they could just act like children dressed and disguised as adults which is very unfortunate i'm still attacked about being colombian i'm still attacked about a million other things that people just decide is okay to quote point out about me unquote i i just find that very unfortunate and i I want to actually talk about something that you and I both have recently experienced. You more so than myself. If you, with your permission, can I share what recently happened? Absolutely. You know, we we always encourage you guys to reach out to us and share your thoughts and tell us what you like, what you don't like. And, and we read every email. We appreciate the feedback. And, you know, likely DMC always says, MHD is for you guys we need your feedback to know if we're doing what you what you guys want to see in this platform however recently we've been getting some messages in which are cyberbullying i'm gonna be blunt with cyberbullying um they were directed towards lady dmc you know there's a way to give feedback and you know i absolutely understand that in today's age words get misconstrued we think this person's yelling at us and they're just telling us you know whatever and it happens all the time between me and lady dmc during text right like i was like oh my god are you <laughs> mad at me however i've read these emails they that's not okay the messages that were being sent to lady dmc the words that were being used to describe her was unacceptable i'm not gonna share what was said but i'm, I'm definitely gonna say that there were derogatory terms used towards her for a simple post that had nothing to do with what they were saying to her it, it was uncalled for at all and i i just want lady dmc if if you're okay i want you to really share with us how you felt and what you went through because i was there with you helping you process this but these people didn't see the consequences of their words yeah the thing is um this day and age with so much you know technology people find it very easy to hide behind a screen hide behind a keyboard and just um you know just write what they want whether they process how it's going to make the person on the receiving end feel or not um yes 
there was a post that I helped with and people completely turned it a 180 of what I, you know, what I thought I had posted. Everything that they said was completely wrong. Everybody took it and took it the wrong way. <laughs> and everybody thought I was I was doing something for one reason, when in reality, there was something going on else behind the scenes. People didn't get the whole picture of what I was posting. And yes, I was called very derogatory names. It made it very difficult to to focus. I mean, you know, I, I started MHD, as Desi Girl said, for you guys. For the warriors, the non-warriors, the mental health supporters, all of you guys out there. And of course, you know, Desi Girl very, very kindly and generously joined me on this journey. So if any of my posts makes it seem like I am not passionate about what I'm doing or my part here at Mental Health Diaries, it's it's being misconstrued. And it's being um, it's being misinterpreted because this is something that is near and dear to my heart. If it wasn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't take my free time, time that I could be spending with my husband, with my parents, or working or doing something else that I that I want to do. But no, I'm here. I'm here taking time to record these podcasts for you guys. I'm sitting at my computer writing these blogs for you guys, making sure that I pour out my heart and soul and to just have people on the receiving end just throw so much negativity and excuse my language, so much crap at me. You know, it just makes me feel like, what is it that I'm saying wrong when I'm here to do what I've, what I've been dreaming of doing for these past few months, which is to help others process any mental health situation that they may be going through. So yeah, it, it sucked. That's, that's the best way I can put it. Thank you for sharing that with us. Lady DMC, I know I, you know, you and I went through it together and I, I, I just, I see you and I see those words and how they impact you and that's, it's not okay. You know, like you described it, this is something that we do during our free time. We both work full time. We both have families for people to just take that as an opportunity to blast you for no reason. It, the, the hate was just uncalled for. I understand that you disagree with what Lady DMC and I say, or you may disagree with how the post was written. That's fine. There's there's a way to say it. And for se several people, and I will say several because it's been quite a bit, to just send these emails and expecting what? I, I you know, I'm asking you warriors, what were you hoping to expect from those emails? Because it, it just came off as targeting. This is targeting behavior. You're, you're harassing and bullying a person and not thinking like, how is this going to impact the other person? Completely agreed. And as you said, you know, we're creating this for you guys. We understand that you're not going to like or agree with potentially every single point that we make or every single word that comes out of our mouth or every single word that's written on the post. Again, I reiterate what Desi Girl said, that's fine. That's okay. But I think this is a point where we're all adults here. And if you have nothing nice to say, just don't say anything at all. Wait until the next episode. Wait until the next post. Maybe you'll like that a little bit better. Or just think about it this way. Maybe there's one or two things that you like about the post. Focus on that, you know? But yeah, just to be, to be acting like you're back on the playground and just targeting someone I'm as I said it's very easy to do that behind a screen and behind a keyboard when we don't know you isn't it just think about that <laughs> and I want to I, I kind of want to turn the mirror towards the clinical side if I may lady DMC absolutely you know in the psychiatric unit I see patients bullying people harassing people and you know sometimes it's it's their mental illness but majority of time it is a learned behavior it is a a defense mechanism that was taught to them at a very young age. I'm not trying to dismiss anyone's trauma. Trust me, I have been a brat. I, I have give smart ass answers before. But that when it comes to that point where you are spewing hate towards another individual, it that's when we gotta take that step back and say, what's going on? Why am I being this way? Why am I saying such nasty things to another individual who I don't even know, right? 
or I know this person like this is my best friend or my spouse or you know my in-law or whatever why am I spewing these words out what is it internally what is going on with me right because you're deflecting what am I deflecting what's going on and for all of those people who did send those emails and messages we're not sitting here and telling you to you you, we're not going to spew that hate back what i'm going to challenge you is take that moment and reflect on that why did i send that email why did i say those words what is going on why am i in such a negative place right now and please grow from that that's what we want you to do is to grow here at mhd we're not going to play that same game we're going to be like you know what I hear you, I see you, let's grow together. I don't know, Lady DMC, what are your thoughts on that? No, I completely agree. It it comes to a point where where we're going to realize that all of us have something that's gone on in the past, or maybe there's something going on in the lives of those people that sent those messages that felt they had to take the time to write those messages you agree with you desi girl you know if you felt that's what you have to write that's okay but yeah just just take a moment to and also to reflect on what was the point what were you expecting to get out of it what what was it that you wanted from us about that what what did you gain from sending that email and knowing that you were just attacking someone and hurting someone because yes even though it's an email and even though you know, I took it and I can take it. They're still harmful and hurtful. Things that should have been left back in our infancy or in our younger years. Why are you still carrying that? Absolutely. And I think, you know, taking that step back, when, let's, are both of our experiences from childhood. So I actually am friends with these people who used to bully me. And seeing them as an adult, they're the exact same person. And what's changed is my perception and my view of their words and their actions. I, I see that they have trauma. I see the hurt, the pain, the defense mechanism. I always, I just tell them, look, you've, you've got to process this, this anger, this hate, whatever's going on in there that's causing you to resort to this kind of wording or behavior. You've really got to process that because, I mean, we're 30 years old. We have a whole life ahead of us. Why why live with such anger and negative negativity? And you know, it might sound really stupid, really cliche, Desi Girl, but I like to think of it this way. Whether you know the person or not, whether you like the person or not, we're still on this planet together. It's not like I can just go ahead and move myself to Mars or to Jupiter or to wherever and just say, I'm getting away from all of you guys here. For as long as we're here, we don't know how long that's going to be. We have to walk the same roads. We have to walk the same paths. We have to cross paths many times. So why is it that we're wasting energy instead of, you know, minding our own business if we have to? If you really don't like that person, move along. Keep going on with your life and they won't interfere in yours. That's point blank. We're here. We're stuck with each other for a couple of years or more or 80 whatever make the best of it there's no point in wasting energy sending hate spewing hate on others that and obviously that reflects more on you than the person who's receiving it so oh absolutely and i love how you put it we all have to coexist so let's find a peaceful way of doing so i i want to actually share a story that i've seen happen several times but um, I actually wrote a post about bullying and this person was supposed to share their story, but they didn't feel comfortable at the time. However, they have allowed me to share this story on the podcast. They are marrying into a family that is, is very closed off. And when I say closed off, they, they like their own. They don't like anyone that is not the same faith, cultural, all the criteria that they are. So they have this individual that's married into the family and the the family, you know, texts this person and they're in touch via social media. Initially, it was just very friendly conversation, like, how are you doing? And, you know, what do you like to do? And blah, blah, blah. 
and it quickly escalated into harassing and bullying. It hit to the point where this person started contemplating suicide because they felt like they were just not good enough. You know, their significant other tried their best to shield them from the negativity. They moved to another state. They moved, you know, changed their phone numbers, deleted everybody off social media, all this. And, you know, somehow, some way, that negativity showed up. This person ended up checking themselves into a psychiatric facility. The husband left them, saying, I just can't do this anymore. I feel like I'm in the middle between my family and you. You know, this person was put on a psychiatric hold for danger to self and was told that their significant other will no longer be with them. And if you, you know, reflecting back now, this person is telling, was telling me that it was, that was them. That was their issue, their jealousy, their saltiness, their thoughts, whatever has happened in their lifetime, that was all spewing on to me. Had I completed suicide, that would have given them the satisfaction. That's not okay. You see, warriors, to those of you that are listening out there right now, our rambling came to a point. Bullying isn't just bullying. And bullying as adults doesn't make it any easier or make it any better. It makes it much more dangerous. We have more, literally and figuratively, we have more weapons in our hands when we're adults. And this is the thing that any type of bullying can do to you. It could make you contemplate the worst, which is taking your life, you know, not to not to be a Bible thumper or anything here. But, you know, as part of my faith, we believe in the power of words. So whatever comes out of your mouth is what engraves yourself in what engraves itself in your heart and soul. And bringing it back to the topic of bullying, that's the part that's dangerous. The part where you do end up hearing you're not worth anything. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you're retarded. Why are you doing that? You're messing everything up. You can't do anything right. Those are the types of words that come out of your mouth and clutch itself to you. Until it comes to a point where it does mess with your head. And it does mess with your brain. And it does make you stop in your tracks and think, Whoa, really? Why am I here? Am I really worth anything? Am I just a waste of space? And it brings you to that point of exactly what you're telling us right there, contemplating suicide. That is the very real danger. Bullying is no joke. Whether we sound what you might call professional or not in what we're saying right now, bullying is no joke. You could take someone to the point of not wanting to be here anymore. And to all of those that are participating in any type of bullying, I don't care what age you are, teenagers, my younger warriors, if you're participating in something like that, my non-warriors, and you think that this is messing around, just think of this, how would you feel if someone took their life because of you? Because of the words that you're telling them or the actions that you're taking? How would you feel having a lost life on your hands? Literally, someone's blood on your hands. I'm sorry to be so blunt. But it had to be this way on this episode right now. You pulled a heartstring right there, Desi Girl. And, you know, we don't go into these episodes thinking, oh, today we're going to talk about something uber dark. No, we, we, I had no intentions of bringing up suicide. But in our, our time, so in the last 30 years, I have seen bullying take so many lives. The reasoning behind the bullying, and they t- the bullies say, like, well, I didn't realize that it hurt you that much. I was just joking with you, or, you know, whatever. It Your your words are so helpful, or so hurtful, sorry, not helpful, hurtful. And you may think, oh, I'm just saying this to this person, but that could be the last straw to the person you're saying it to. And... When you're saying these negative things, when you're harassing a person, bringing them down, you may be feeling better about yourself, but you're tarnishing someone else's self-worth and self-esteem because of your demons. Whatever that may be, it's evident. And something that, as someone who had dealt with bullying and now as an adult, I'm able to reframe that and be like, okay, well, that's your problem right there not me but someone who isn't at that point yet where they can say that's your issue not my issue can take these things to heart and even i have my bad days lady dmc can tell you there are days when i've had people things said to me and i'm like i'm done i'm that's it 
see and thank you so much for bringing that up desi girl as well like i i feel that we click so much you know when we're speaking here that's exactly the point you know we we don't plan this we don't plan these conversations but it's exactly what you said not only do you not know if the person on the receiving end is mentally capable of accepting or understanding your words as your quote joke unquote by the way a joke ends in a laugh not in someone taking their life or in someone feeling like their self-esteem is completely sucked from them all right that's not a joke a joke ends in ha ha just letting you guys know that and another thing is like even if you do have the mental strength to take it even if you do have that that firmness and saying you know it's it's just gonna slide off my shoulders i'll be okay how long can you really keep that up when somebody keeps hitting the same spot the same wound over and over and over again how long is it going to be until that finally opens up and it's finally something that you can't deal with anymore where that wound gets that emotional wound gets so deep that you finally start bleeding so to speak there's only so much that one person can take and i think that this this lecture spiel whatever you want to call it it needs to start at preschool it needs the parents need to have this conversation with their kids i mean we've lived through an era of where bullying was considered okay it's not okay it's not okay to say negative things about people or certain traits it's not okay to sit behind a screen and send extremely nasty emails to someone you don't even know it's not okay to tarnish someone's self-worth and self-esteem for what because you yourself are dealing with demons and this is i'll talk from the clinical side of things when i see patients that come in and say well this is how i speak to my my spouse or my mom or whatever i sit there and be like what happened when was the last time you didn't speak like that or when was the first time you did what what was happening in your life what led to it and majority of times i majority of times the answer i get was i was bullied and harassed i was dismissed i was hurt and the only way i knew how to get up and continue with life was to be that an evil person but and that's that mental health side the lady dmc and i are talking about yes we all have trauma but it's up to us on how we are going to process that trauma and how we're going to allow that trauma to impact our life and who we are and i completely agree 100 and also tell me if you agree with this uh, desi girl knowing that all this starts from such a young age for most of the people that partake in in bullying you know and knowing that this is what sticks in our heart up until adulthood and even to our grave many times you know because many times all the bullying and all the things that were said to us just never leave you know we keep them so deep in our hearts that that's the reason why i felt i had to say something and that's why my heart broke when my little prima my teeny tiny little gorgeous adorable little princess of a prima came up to me and told me that about her skin i said as the adult here in this situation i have to stop this now this little girl god knows only lord knows where it is that she heard that she was too dark and i knew that i had to be that little grain of salt to start getting that out of her little head that's why i took the lemon from her and i told her i do not want to see you with this lemon again doing that to your skin and i said you are a princess and if anybody tells you otherwise you send them to prima <sighs> you send them my way and when i saw her little face light up and she she told me okay i said lord please do not let me get in front of the person who made her think this way who's hurting her, her little heart her little mind and who's taking her down this route of hating her own self hating something that she was born with that's beautiful like her skin good lord is this really what society has come to i i just i'm a loss at words because i thought this was something that happened in our generation and the fact that i'm hearing that this young lady who seems like she's pretty young is still going through that same cycle that we went through when we were kids we gotta stop the cycle and i know lady dmc and i have talked about ending cycles and almost every topic but 
this is a cycle that needs to break and i don't think it's something that we could just be like okay you and i are going to make a difference because our kids are going to turn out to be you know healthy mental health warriors this is something that i think as a society we need to work on and addressing i can tell you right now in the workplace bullying is not being addressed the way it should be i I have a friend who works in a very hostile environment and one of the things she has experienced is her food being thrown out. They have a common fridge and they throw her food out. Or they, um, you know, what they call as hazing. Um, And, you know, they only haze people who they like or whatever their rationale was they've they've locked people's offices out they've you know tp'd their offices this is a professional setting mind you and no one has said a word to this individual and my friend tells me every day that she goes to work she is crying because this person has this power and they're allowed to behave this way they're allowed to treat people this way in a professional setting I want to ask you a question, and if you could answer it from from the professional side, that'd be awesome. Give us give us your words of wisdom, or from the personal side. I mean, however, but why do you think it is that this is still going on in adult settings like the workplace, and nothing is getting done? To me, I have the theory that it's potentially because. One, either employers think that we're all, quote, adults, unquote, and can coexist, or they're just blatantly turning a blind eye and allowing everybody to act like school children. I don't know. I, I, want, I want to hear your words of wisdom on this. You, you answered your own question. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, but that you've answered your own question because that's exactly what's happening. We're adults. We should be able to know how to behave with one another. And if it's happening, I just don't want to deal with it. So I'm just not going to acknowledge it. This is very unfortunate. As I said, you know, going back to like, for example, what we discussed in the male mental health uh, episode, this isn't something that we're going to change overnight. You know, it's going to take a while to stop something that's been engraved in so many generations. That's been taught from home from, for so many generations. But it has to stop with us. You know, all I can say out there is if you're seeing someone like I saw with my little Fima, who could potentially have signs of having being bullied, like how I saw her behavior, stop it. Help put a break to that now. That little child, that person is going to grow up to be the next person that's bullying their peers or even their co-workers potentially even their co-workers as what we're seeing with this story is that and desi girl is telling us right now is that really the society that we want to leave behind for our kids and grandkids one day is that the type of world we want to leave behind is one of hate one where we could just point at each other poke at each other and for all the years that we have to coexist we have to be miserable with one another is that really the point of being alive is just shielding shielding ourselves from getting bullied i'm gonna chime in there i think the bigger issue that needs to be addressed and the whole reason why we have mhd is we have so many warriors that aren't aware that they're warriors and have trauma mental illness that's not treated and when it's unaddressed it becomes what we call bullying harassing um aggressive behavior violence that's what happens as a society we need to start acknowledging those signs we need to start addressing those signs and we need to say look you need to get help you need to focus on you and address whatever is going on and that's exactly the reason as well what you're saying right now what i basically take that as is a saying that's out there that hurt people hurt others you know and i don't want my little prima my little cousin to be one that's hurt by the things that have been told her like potentially because of her skin tone and then have her turn to others and do the same thing because she's been hurt because she's been frustrated and because she's been scarred with the things that have been said to her 
again going back to the male uh, male health episode you know it's about us stopping it at home whether it be that you see someone with signs of being the bully or someone being bullied it's up to us to start it young it's up to us to start it at home because as we can see the repercussions are the ones that are shown when we reach adulthood so i completely agree with what you're saying yeah warriors i'm gonna leave you guys with this i challenge each and every one of you to take 10 minutes out of your day and week and look at yourself in the mirror and really reflect on who you are and ask yourself and be honest with yourself am i happy with who i am am i happy with how my interpersonal relations are if you answer no then ask yourself what do i need to do to better myself to make myself happy because if you keep it deep rooted inside you it comes out as this negative behavior that we're talking about today i completely agree and i would ask that question as well very similar to what you're saying look at yourself in the mirror and say am i happy with the person that's looking back at me right now and if not when was the first time that i started feeling like i'm not happy with him or her absolutely and if you feel you want to share please do we want to hear from you guys so you know our email mentaldiaries2 at gmail we're here we want to hear you guys and we of course we're on hiatus right now with warrior wednesday but when it does come up and running we would love to have some of you guys share your stories with us and it could be anonymous you don't have to share um your name you could use pseudonyms just like desi girl and myself keep your identity private and we'll be happy to share those stories most definitely all right warriors i think that's all we have today lady dmc any last words just i want to say just thank you to all of you for listening to us today i know i know this is a topic that a lot of us understand and for those that potentially have been participating in this type of behavior you know i hope we've opened up your eyes a little bit just kind of helped you see what needs to be analyzed what needs to be fixed we still love all you guys <laughs> regardless of what happens whether it be you know support or whatever it may be you guys are listening to us so i mean obviously if you're coming back there must be a point or two that you're liking and for those of us that have sent us beautiful messages as well just thank you for that we live for that encouragement we're here for you guys and we're gonna keep putting out content as long as people keep liking what we're doing there's gonna be a lady dmc and a desi girl for a while keep on keeping on as they say <laughs> that's what i encourage everyone to do a desi girl you know i know you gave our warriors our audience our email but also can you just give them a quick idea on how they can reach out to us you know in other platforms and other ways if they want to go ahead and uh, say a quick hello or give us quick suggestions or whatever it may be of course so right now mhd is under construction and we're really excited for you guys to see what we have in store so right now we have our mental tips each and every day on our instagram and facebook and our handle is at mental diaries too um we also have a twitter which is mental diaries i believe mental underscore diaries yeah sorry <laughs> and we have our blog we right now um talk with us monday or no meet with us monday is on hiatus so lady dmc will be continuing after our revamp but talk with us tuesdays which is our podcast every tuesday we'll be posting a podcast episode um warrior wednesdays is on hiatus like i said once the revamp is over we will be continuing warrior wednesday so if you want to share a story please send it to us so we can feature you we have fundamental fridays right now we're posting every other friday but once the revamp is completed we will definitely go back to every week we have social work corner saturday that also is on hiatus and we have self-care sunday which will continue every week and we encourage all of you warriors and non-warriors to engage in at least 15 minutes of self-care every day and choose a day during the week saturday or sunday um to have one hour of self-care share your self-care with us we want to see you guys going to the beach running whatever you enjoy doing to help you kind of regroup from the week we want to see it lady dmc and i we post every week told ourselves accountable so we encourage you guys to share your self-care 
don't forget to hashtag us right and we do have a merch store that's also under construction so if you see something you're like oh darn like i wanted to get this but it's not there it's gonna be there We're, like i said we've got a lot of new things coming out so right now i believe there's leggings water bottles and mugs but a lot is coming out so just be on the lookout warriors thank you so much desi girl yes warriors a lot of exciting new updates and upgrades to mhd happening behind the scenes so keep an eye out for that as we said we're gonna be here a while <laughs> with this i think we will leave you guys but as i like to say please don't be saddened as we will be back with another wonderful episode next week of talk with us tuesdays until then be kind stay happy stay healthy and we'll see you for the next one we thank you for tuning into this episode please don't forget to comment and subscribe to the mental diaries podcast